0: Okay, so um, healing from performance. Uh, a couple other words you may uh, hear around that would be uh, legalism, maybe religion, uh, but really more performance sums it up for me. Uh, I'm Ashley Jones, and I uh, have walked with the Lord for probably 20 years now. I, I grew up in church, uh, but, and I would tell you that I knew the Lord, I would tell you that, but I didn't really know him. I knew all about him, and I was all around him, uh, and I had language, but I did not know him until my mid-twenties. And I know the difference is because when his love came in, when his affection came in, I was different, and it's never been the same. Does that make sense? So growing up around, uh, in church, around him, thinking I knew him, could tell you all kind of stories about him, a lot of knowledge about him, Uh, I thought um, that I was in real relationship with him, and I would have said that. But really, even then, seeds of performance were beginning to be planted, if that makes any sense. Um, And I would tell you that I loved him, and I had affections for him. But I did not know him until about 20 years ago, Uh, and my life's never been the same. So uh, I grew up in a very accomplishment-driven household, Uh, and the way that we gained affection was through accomplishment. So it was planted early, and yet I just saw this like a ribbon through my whole life was this accomplish brought attention. Uh, accomplishment brought affection. Accomplishment brought love. Accomplishment was identity. Does that make sense? So that's kind of where I'm coming from. So one of my favorite verses that the Lord has given me is Second Corinthians, Corinthians three seventeen. Now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And liberty is emancipation from bondage and true freedom. And so I've been having this conversation with the Lord about freedom and about His favor and about life in the Spirit. And so as I was listening, I heard Him say, back to His Word, where the Spirit is, there's freedom. So was I I living where the Spirit was? Well, of course, the Spirit dwells within us. But where the Spirit is, that's where there's freedom. Uh, And so that's where the bondage is broken. That's where the chains are removed. You can see link, if you get the picture of a chain link, and links are broken. And when they're broken, they have nothing to cling to. So what do they, they just drop, right? You get the picture? So chains are broken, chains removed, and it's as if fresh air, I was breathing in fresh air. I was inhaling fresh air into my lungs. For where the Spirit, where the Lord is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Okay, so some of the questions that I began to ask in this conversation I was having with the Lord in the 2 Corinthians passage, some were obvious, and you're going to go, what's so obvious? Some were not so obvious. Um, One is, where is the Spirit of the Lord? If there's freedom where the Spirit of the Lord is, well, where is the Spirit? Uh, And do I want to be there? Do I want to be where the Spirit is? That's a question for you. Only you can answer that for yourself. I can tell you the answer is yes, hallelujah, yes. (laughs) But you do have to come to the point and ask that question. Do I really want to be where the Spirit of the Lord is? And he dwells within us. So you are where he is. Do you want to be there? Um, Okay, how do you know? How do I know? Does he want me where he is? That was another question in this conversation. Not just do I want to be where he is, but does he want me to be where he is? Does he want me to dwell with the Spirit and in freedom? Um, How do I know that? What is freedom? Freedom from what? Like, freedom from what? If where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Freedom from what? So I continued to have this conversation. And then the questions became a little more personal. So it wasn't, you remember, I came from a lot of knowledge. I could tell you the word. So then the questions became more personal. And so he began to, to ask me, and in this conversation we continued, I was like, well, what is my bondage? Not just bondage and freedom, but what's my bondage? Uh, do I want to be there where the Spirit of the Lord is with my bondage? gets a little more personal that way, doesn't it? Um, do I really want freedom? Because that's what the Spirit's offering, is freedom. But do I really want it? And What does that mean if my heart's unlocked and I'm free? What does that bring? What exchange is happening? What do I have to give up to have freedom from the Spirit? Do you see the exchange? He's inviting me. He's inviting you to surrender something to him. Trust him in faith, and he, in exchange, is giving me freedom. He's giving you something in return. Um, so, what I began to see were walls, and, and walls this was the picture I was getting. Walls were all around my heart. I was moral, I was kind, I was good. You know, remember, I was heavily accomplished. And I still had this wall around my heart, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And if you think about walls, so then my, the conversation with the Lord went to walls. Well, walls are interesting if you think about them. They can be boundaries, right? They can block things outside from getting in. And at the same time, walls can keep things locked in and not let them out either. Um, so sometimes walls tightly store things inside even if they're trying to get out they're still tightly stored by this wall so i'm a mom of four sons. so hopefully you will appreciate my prop here (laughs) so i have each one of these lego blocks represents one of the accomplishments i had every time i brought home an award it's like a block went around my heart because the posture i had It was not wrong to have an award. It was not wrong to get straight A's. It was not wrong to do things excellently. But the block that built this wall around my heart and around me came from my posture. That was my identity. That's what I found my joy in. That's what what spoke to me about who I was. So what happened if I didn't win the award? Or what happened if I didn't, have my house completely clean? Or what happened if my mothering wasn't perfect? What happened if I didn't have the answer for a woman who was crumbling in my Bible study class? What 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 happens then? I didn't have the answer for that. So each one of these little blocks represents an accomplishment, but yet it was tightly storing my heart inside. There was no freedom in that. Um, So it became quickly my identity. So I had a ton of knowledge, loved the Word, ate the Word like Daniel, still love the Word. And yet my heart was locked, and I couldn't figure out why. I loved the Lord, loved His Word, tried to do what I heard Him calling me to do. And when I didn't hear clearly, I just kept going. Like, I went to the last thing I heard, and I kept walking in that. So I'm striving In this relationship, even with the Lord, striving to be the perfect Christian, striving to be the perfect mother, striving to accomplish, because that's what my identity was. And I didn't know who to be without that identity. And remember, I've got this wall around my heart, and I didn't even know it was there. I didn't even know I was locked inside these Lego blocks. I just thought I was doing good, because I loved him, and I knew the word. Um okay, so I was joyful too. Like I I was joy. I wasn't miserable doing what I was doing. You know what I mean? I wasn't miserable in my relationship with the Lord, but I wasn't full. And when I would read about abundant life, I would go, What is that? Like overflowing. I didn't know what that was. There was joy, but there wasn't this fullness. There wasn't this freedom. Um so I was real confident in my relationship with the Lord, and I knew the love. Do you know the love I'm talking about? The the sacrifice he made on the cross. There was no question in my mind he loved me. There was no question. The sacrifice on the cross points to love. There's no other way to explain that. Um, but what I didn't know was... Um, his affection. And do you hear the difference in the love and his affection for me? Because affection came, how? Through accomplishment. Affection came through affirmation. I had never questioned his love, the sacrifice he did for all of us on the cross. Yet his affection, I, my heart was walled off from his true affection. Um, so right there, there was my bondage. Remember the conversation I was having with the Lord? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And if he's offering freedom, there's got to be freedom from what? So Lord, what's my bondage? There it was. My bondage was I didn't, know, I didn't know he even had affection for me. I didn't even know the difference in love and affection. I thought I was fine. I was just living life, going right along, um, doing everything I knew to do. Uh, walking with him had a lot of his word but I didn't really know his affection for me and he delights in you, he delighted in me and I didn't know what that meant because I had this wall constructed of performance my identity was wrapped up in how I performed um, so being, that was what was keeping me from being fully where the Lord is through the process Uh, of being with him is when the performance began to break down. Um, And so like block by block, he would say, I love you, I have affection for you, I delight in you. And you don't have to do those things to gain my affection. I affirm you because I made you. You were made for me. And so I didn't have to do all these performance things What then transpired is that I was able to love him freely back without performing. I could walk in my giftings. I came to know his spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So what other people thought about me or their affirmation no longer became my bondage. I no longer lived my life for the accomplishment or the affirmation of others because he had truly moved in, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So I had a ton of head knowledge, ton of knowledge on the word, and then his spirit moved in because I got the picture of his affection for me and his affection for you and the exchange. Remember the great exchange I was talking about? So in Ezekiel um, 36, 26, he says, And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit, and I'll put it within you. And I'll remove the old heart. And so, what he, what he did for me and what he wants to do for you is to bring you true freedom. And it's not this heart that's been wounded that's stitched up. Do you know that he does... Bind the broken heart. He does heal the broken hearted, But it's not this heart that's stitched. He removes it and he gives us a new heart. Like So it's not this old heart that's now working properly. That's the wrong picture. The picture is this new heart that he gives you. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. There's freedom from having to perform. And so for a moment, I want you to think about... Where in your life or who in your life you've performed for. Mine was um, pretty much anybody I met teachers, parents, boyfriends, husband, children, anywhere. I performed to gain affirmation. So I wasn't really tied to any one particular habitual sin. I was just performing for anybody and everybody's affirmation that I could get even in the church which committee could I lead which Bible study could I teach what, what, where, what area could I serve do you hear the performance in it and so here's what he said he said I want you just to come sit and worship I want you to soak in my affection for you and he's saying it to you because what he said to me, he'll say to you, right? Whatever your performance looks like, whatever affirmation you're seeking from whomever, he says, Mine, he says, baby girl, mine's all that matters. And he'll call you baby girl. Because that's what you are. Because it's what you are. And he'll say, come sit with me. Come bow before me. Come soak in my affection for you. Stop thinking about just love. Let me tell you how I delight in you. Let me give you this new heart. Will you give me that old heart that's not working or that's performing for other people? Let me give you a new heart. Come into my freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And He's all that matters. So sit in worship um, So my process Is that's what I did I sat just with him And I didn't really know what that meant Right? Like sit still in your house by yourself Like I really couldn't comprehend that My thinking brain As Carol taught earlier Would not let me do that I didn't know what that meant So I thought well I worship at church With music Right? I gather corporately So I'll just do that in my house I'm going to worship at home the way I worship at church. And then my brain would go, hmm, let me make my grocery list. Let me, do you see my performance? Like, like let me do this. Let me do this. And he says, just come sit with me. Come sit with me. Let me speak over you. And I thought, how beautiful that he invited me into that. I didn't even know the walls were crumbling at the time. But I, began, I knew something was different as I sat in worship with him. So he began to show me and speak his affection over me. And his affection is what tore the wall down. And so it was like block by block, sometimes in big chunks, sometimes one little small chunk at a time. But what he did is as I sat in worship of him and I stayed still, Do you remember the song we sang this morning? You just steal. He did the fighting for me. I just sat in worship (laughs) still before him. And these walls came down. And what I found was this free heart. And what was inside was this beautiful heart that had his affection no matter what I did. Because on any given day, I'm his baby girl. Did you get that picture? I don't even have girls. I've got boys. Like, I don't know what they are. <laughs> but I'm his baby girl. On any given day, I'm his well-loved daughter. Mm-hmm. On my worst day. Mm-hmm. On my worst day, I can't go any lower than his well-loved daughter because that's how much affection he has for me. Mm-hmm. And so when the walls came down, and his affection for me is what tore the wall down, was this warrior woman here. I don't know if you can see, but I got a little ninja person here. <laughs> How appropriate is that, that that's the Lego man I found this morning um, at 4.30? Like, didn't have this until this morning. This warrior woman. And what had unlocked this warrior queen... This warrior woman, this Isaiah, is what he calls us in Genesis. What unlocked that was his affection. It wasn't just the love. It wasn't just the sacrifice. It was that he delighted in me, that he truly saw me. I was just this, this whole weekend has been about I was fully seen, I was fully known, and I was fully adored. And somewhere in all of the knowledge that I had gained, in all of the word that I had studied, I miss that. Because it's where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So you take his truth and you take his spirit and they're married <coughs> together. It's not one or the other. It's both and. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And his affection is what brings out the warrior is there in us. Um, so, there was, there's, so there's no more bondage. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And the walls aren't just shattered, deconstructed. They're shattered. Remember the chain links? Mm-hmm. They can't hang on. They have to drop to the ground. And so there's true freedom. There's true freedom in that. Um, he's so gracious and kind. Um, when things were blinding me, uh, he, he rushed in after me, and he's rushing in after you too. There's something that brought you here. You could have done process of elimination and said, oh, that's not ended up. Yep, we're going to go to the back freezing room. <laughs> or the Lord has drawn you here because performance or legalism or religion really struck something in your heart. Or the Holy the Spirit wooed you in and wants to say, I delight in you. You have my affection, baby girl. Come be with me. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And, I, and he wants to unlock this warrior Isaiah in you, which is what he calls us in Genesis. Um, okay, so here's what I want to do. We're out of time. Um, I always wonder. Okay. In performance, What I found was that everything was okay all the time, right? Because I was seeking affirmation. We were seeking affection. And so I had this little phrase I love called plastic fantastics. And that's what we wear in performance, right? It's like this plastic fantastic. Everything's fine. I'm okay. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm fine. And all the time, the inside is striving, 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 striving. And so, what I want to do in the next few minutes to wrap us up is I um, want you just, everybody, to close their eyes for me. And as I talk, as I say these things, I want you to think about or be real intentional at listening to the Spirit. If someone's face comes to mind, like if there's a picture, if there is a name of someone that comes to mind, if there's a particular habit, um, if there's a particular area of your life that you're performing in, I want you to picture this plastic, fantastic kind of dropping off because it's his affection that can wipe us clean. It's his affection that brings freedom. It's not, um, it's not the performance or the affirmation of others. So, Lord Jesus, I just pray now. I pray for these women as, as I do see hearts unlocking. Lord, some have never heard about your affection. And some have heard it, and they haven't encountered it. And so I pray now, I bless these women with encountering of your affection, Lord. And so, Lord, I ask you, ladies, who, where in your life are you performing? And I ask you, are you willing to lay it down before the Lord? Come to him and say, take this tattered heart and exchange it for a new one. Who have you performed for? Lord, I pray you bring to mind anybody we have performed for. Lord, people who have hurt us, and yet we've continued to perform for them. Forgive them, Lord. So I encourage you, ladies, now I bless you with forgiveness of those that you've had to perform for because you don't have to perform for him his affection is yours and his spirit is yours where the spirit of the Lord is there's freedom and I encourage you I want to bless you one of the things I had to do was forgive myself for a lifetime of performing so I encourage you not only forgive those you've had to perform for or that made you perform Forgive yourself for the boyfriends you performed for. Forgive those people who you've had to perform for. Lord, I pray now that just supernaturally there's this exchange that, Lord, each woman here can even picture it. The laying down of the performance, the unveiling of the performance and laying it all down at your feet Lord and our posture is wide open to you to just soak in your affection in your delight Lord that still blows my mind that you delight in us and yet you uh, we can just pour affection right back on you Lord do that great exchange in the supernatural and Lord may we live that out in the natural may we live knowing that you affirm us that you are affectionate with us and that we are your baby girl and it's in Jesus name I pray, Amen